Hey everybody, this is Mark Richards, the owner of Wasatch Recovery and a proud sponsor of Todd Sylvester's BeliefCast. We are excited to have you join us as we discuss Wasatch Recovery's unique treatment programs for overcoming addictions and techniques for developing a healthier lifestyle. We call this the Wasatch Way. Wasatch Recovery's goal is to instill hope, teach resilience, and help you achieve recovery. Enjoy today's podcast. And we're back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in once again. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast, and today is going to be an episode of the Wasatch Way. We've been doing this now for, I think, almost three months, and it's been it's been fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we really do appreciate your support. So many people have reached out to Mark through this uh, platform, and we've gotten people help and people have checked into rehab and it's been fantastic and we've had some great guests on and today um, obviously I'm joined by the owner of Wasatch Recovery Mark Richards and then we also have Wendy Smart McCarter she is a licensed therapist she's a CMHC she is our clinical director and uh, she's been at Wasatch now for how long how long has it been uh, almost seven years seven years mm -hmm. and uh, Wendy's fantastic at what she does she is a, a, an amazing therapist. She's um, on today to kind of give her perspective on what we do f with the therapeutic process here at Wasatch and maybe kind of how we might be a little different or, you know, just I think we do a, a, an amazing approach and that's tough, hard, but we get results. And so thanks for joining us, Wendy. Absolutely. Happy yeah. to be here. Yeah. So um, maybe we just start off, Wendy, with... Uh, Give us a little background. You've been on my podcast before, by the way, which <laughs> has been great. Ago. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's still one of the top uh, downloaded episodes. Well, of course it is. Of course. <laughs> um, but no, you, you got a great story. You, you live a, a, a very, you know, ins inspiring life, in my opinion. Thank you know, you. you speak your mind. Uh, you speak the truth. And some people get really uncomfortable with that. <laughs> but we love it here, and especially for our clients, that it's exactly what they need. And so maybe kind of give us a little background with you and then kind of what you do here at Wasatch Recovery. Uh, so I am a single mom of three. Uh, two of them are adult children now. So um, I've been mostly a mom in yeah. my life for half, exactly half my life now I've been a mom. Wow. Um, and that's most important to me. And then I've been a therapist since uh, I graduated in 2010. So since I graduated, I've been in the substance abuse treatment field. Uh, that seems to be my passion. I think of it as a calling in life. I don't know why, <laughs> but here I am. I love it. Um, it it's the most rewarding thing in my life besides my kids. Yeah, your kids, by the way, are all doing good things. Yeah, um, they're pretty you, awesome. You've done a great beings. job raising Thank them. You. Yeah, very impressed. Um, so yeah, so you obviously love what you do here. You know, mm -hmm. we know that you, you, you're always showing up and you're passionate about what you do. The clients end up uh, loving you. They may not like you at first. Uh, most of them don't <laughs> like me at first. Um, I, th I think that's because of what you said earlier. I speak very directly to people. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that we do do differently at Wasatch is we talk to people as though they're strong. Mm. And in addiction, Love I feel that. like uh, families and supportive people start to walk on eggshells because they don't want to like push their loved ones into relapse or further into addiction. And so they find themselves in this pattern with people where 
you know, people coddle them or rescue them or, you know, try to buffer them from their own consequences. And so when they come here and they meet me and I'm very direct, I don't I don't think I would consider myself harsh or mean or unkind, but I do speak to people in a very truthful and direct way. Yeah. And it's something that they're not used to. And but I think that they're stronger than they realize. So I talk to people as though they can handle the truth and face the truth. And as they get to know me and kind of lean into this process, um, I think the clients learn to appreciate what it is I'm doing, but (laughs) it's not always welcomed right at first. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, even some clients will like, they'll even get together and like, you know, even gang up on you sometimes, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's happened a few times. Yeah. And and again, how you handle that is very impressive. Like you just take it almost in stride. I know it affects you because you're a human being and you, but at the same time you, you just, you keep being you, you don't change up. I love that. Yeah. I, I really love this work and I really love seeing people come to respond to this idea that they're stronger than they realize that they can handle things. Um, I think of addiction as though it's this avoidance of suffering, this perpetual avoidance of real pain. And so Mm. when um, they start breaking out of that and start like approaching their pain and experiencing their pain and being honest with themselves about what it is that's underlying all of this pain there's this really empowering thing that happens where they're like wow i i actually can handle this without drugs or alcohol or without this toxic person that i've been so dependent on or whatever it is in their life that they've been using to avoid that it's such a freeing thing i love seeing that process happen um you know and obviously we got mark with us as well you know mark i know you know, you you admittedly will say you 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 don't like even going up into the process room because because it, because it's so tough, right? He it, starts sweating pretty quick. I do. I can't. It's just difficult for me because I am. I get uncomfortable, and coming from a person who is kind of a peacemaker, sometimes enabling. He's minimizing right now. (laughs) Knowing that I can be direct, but I'm probably not as confident in as being as direct as Wendy is. It it just gives it does. I I look at him and I go, wow. But at the same time, it just gives me so much pride to sit there and listen to Wendy Mm -hmm. and listen to the clinical staff and how they get right to the root of the issue. It's so important to me as an owner. And I really have grasped that concept because I see so many facilities that sit on the surface and these people get stuck in this revolving door of going to rehab because they never get to the root of the issue. And our goal is, and I tell every client this as they come in the door, we're going to push you and we're going to find out why you're using drugs and alcohol. And it's not just because you like it. I know it's not. There's right. something there and we're going to find it. And if you'll allow us to find it, you're going to be a champ hereafter. And it, it's amazing. Just like Wendy says, at first they hate it because it forces <laughs> them to feel. Yeah. And yeah. the minute they start to accept that feeling again and see it, I mean, you can see the light turn on in their eyes. And I just love that. I mean, yeah. that's why I do it, honestly. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I really impressed with you, Wendy, is that there's a lot of facilities that won't even let you mention your trauma. Like you mm-hmm. don't even bring it up because they feel like we well, don't need to talk about it. But you go right, 
You go right to it. And why do you do that? Like, why is that? Because trauma can be a scary thing to talk about for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you you get right to it and you help these people start talking about exactly what they've gone through. You know, well, I, I don't think you can even treat substance abuse unless you get to the trauma mm-hmm. in a person. And trauma can look a lot of different ways. And so... Um, it, it really depends on the person what trauma means to them. But I, so one of the measures that I use with clients is that is called the ACEs scale. It's the adverse childhood experience. Mm. Um, and it's a, it's a pretty basic, it, I, I don't think it goes super deep, but it's 10 different items and um, 10 different like negative things that can happen in a person's childhood before the age of 18. And what they've found is that if a person has four, four is kind of the threshold, and if they have four or more, then they're much more likely, much more likely to struggle in life, whether that's unemployment or divorce or substance abuse or other mental health issues. And even so far as health issues like high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, all of those things go way up if they have four or more. And I've done this scale with clients um, randomly over the years that I've been here and the average here at Wasatch with our clients, any guesses what it is? Gosh. I would say seven maybe. That's seven. what I would have said. Seven, it's about probably. six and a half or seven wow. and um, that's consistent. So wow. um, I think that speaks to like why they're here. Yeah. And so yeah. I think of my clients in terms of attachment. So um what were their relationships like with their primary caregiver and how safe did they feel as mm-hmm. a child and how did that affect how they developed as a person right. and so when mark talks about like in process group we get really deep and we get to like the core yeah. i think that's what he's referring to is we get to these early experiences that shaped their belief systems mm-hmm. that shape how they view the world and how they think about themselves and we really like challenge that and have them process that and help them start to understand like why they're thinking the way that they're thinking. And that doesn't have to be the only way that they think and approach problems in their life. Right. So it does get pretty deep. We have three um, hours a day of process groups and those are intense. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a lot of fun. I think that's another thing about yeah. um, Wasatch is you. there will be a lot of tears and a lot of mm-hmm. crying and a lot of emotion in those rooms. But if you're outside that room on any given day, yeah. you'll also hear a lot of laughter. Yeah. And so I think that's where the magic happens, honestly, in everything we do here at Wasatch. And we do so much. We're such a yeah. well-rounded program. Yeah. Um, but if you ask the clients as they're leaving, where did they learn the most or where did the most magic happen? I think they'll say in process group. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty amazing. Um, and I think one thing that you're really good at too, Wendy, is that as hard as you are at times, at least the way it comes across in those processes, that you actually do it because you care about them. And I think sometimes they might think, oh, this, this, this Wendy woman doesn't care about me the way she's... It's like, no, she actually she's coming does coming at me or yeah. she's attacking me. Yeah. Or, right. I, I hear that a lot, but <laughs> I'm really attacking the thinking yeah. errors that they yeah. have or the distorted ways that they're thinking. I'm, I'm not attacking the person. And yeah. it takes a minute to latch on to that, that um, 
because when when our our thinking is challenged it creates an emotional response in the brain like the cognitive side of the yeah. brain doesn't go into functioning it's the emotional side mm. so that's a normal response is to get defensive yeah. or feel guarded <laughs> yeah um so i understand that that's hard but uh it just takes some time and they come around yeah you know, I, I love that you say we're going to treat you as if you're strong. Yeah. I love that approach versus yeah. you're this weak, fragile person. We, we can't say anything. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I love seeing people like accept that. And mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll give someone an assignment. Um, I'm thinking of a client recently. I gave her an assignment to write this letter and it seemed so big and so hard that she avoided it and mm -hmm. I really pushed her and I wasn't gonna let her off the hook and then yeah. she did it and she had all these realizations about that that came from going through this process of writing this letter and I just love seeing that spark of like yeah wow this thing I've been avoiding is way more approachable than I thought it was yeah and I can I can do these hard things yeah so absolutely no so Mark you know knowing that you have Wendy, you know, as our clinical director, how does that feel as an owner knowing that you have someone as smart and as capable, you know, honestly, and this is truly a, a, a sincere question. Like, how does that feel just knowing that the, this place is being ran by Wendy? Well, <clears throat> it's, I mean, it really is amazing from, from an owner's perspective, uh, somebody who's involved on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And we all know that there's not a lot that are. Yeah. Um, but for me to come in and to see how she does it, not only with the clients, but with the staff, because she's also in charge of management of the clinical mm -hmm. and probably a lot more than that. Yeah. And uh, just to see how her confidence and how she does it, um, it, it really is amazing for me to just look at her and go, okay, I don't have to worry one bit about my clients. And really that is so important to me because I care about these people so much. And I know Wendy and how she handles these people. Mm -hmm. And I know that that tough love, if we want to call it that, is going to be effective right and that's all I'm doing this for is to be effective I want to see people change and I know Wendy and the rest of our staff together are going to hold people accountable they're going to practice what they preach to these people mm -hmm. and that's where that honesty comes in yeah. so often we have residents come in and not one of them knows how to tell tr the truth at this point they, yeah. they manipulate, they try and get anything they possibly can because they're stuck in their addiction. And here's Wendy who's holding them accountable, yeah. who's as honest as it gets. Yeah, she at, sees right through it. Right? Yeah. And we're expecting <laughs> them to try and be honest. And I just watch her and they know immediately, I, I'm either going to have to make this choice to do it this way mm -hmm. or... I'm going to have to fold and go somewhere else because yeah. as uncomfortable as it is, I know now I'm going to have to make a change and I'm going to have to make it in a hurry. And I just don't see other people doing that. And so I have full confidence in her and it just is, it's just so comforting to me to just know that I can turn it over to her and it's awesome. It really yeah. is awesome. I mean, yeah. Wendy, you're amazing. That's, yeah. Thank you. And I, yeah. I would say I'm not alone in this amazingness. Sure. I, sure. We have a great team of therapists here yeah. um, that I 
find myself relaxing in. Mm. Um, I've worked on other teams and I would say our team here is just incredible in that they're all passionate. They're all of a similar mindset and how they work with the clients. Um, They're all very diligent, hardworking people. Yeah. um, Which is unfortunately uncommon. Yeah, it is. Um, So I, I love the people that we have, not just the other clinicians, but if you look around at Wasatch, you see like the staff we have here are people that are here because they love this job. And right. one of the things I've said about this job is I, I would do it for free. I love it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really mean that, Mark. Please don't <laughs> hey, adjust my I'm, salary. Or I mean, she doesn't need her next paycheck. <laughs> She's good. I mean, but I, I really would. Like if yeah. I hit the lottery or something, I would still want to come to yeah. work the next day because sure. I love it that much. And I feel like our staff here are really that invested and committed yeah. and engaged in this process out of this like pure driven i don't know i don't understand it but um it's contagious around here for sure we have such a great um vibe and energy in Mm -hmm. this place and i think that seeps down to the clients and they they really feel this optimism and this positivity and this like gratitude to be in this place yeah. and it comes from the staff and it comes from the therapists. So I just, I just love our team here. Yeah. I love our team too, Toddy. Um, you know, and just going off of what Wendy said, it's amazing because, you know, the upper staff have it and they're so passionate and you see the trickle effect yeah. all the way down to the line staff mm-hmm. and they'll see the passion in just our line staff with the clients yeah. and i often hear from the residents man your line staff is amazing yeah. and they're such incredible people and i think that comes from the literally the trickle effect because the passion from above it does it just trickles right down to the line staff and then it trickles into the residents and they feel it and it really is different we've talked about that before in the past on this you know, on this type of episode, I just think there's a spirit here. And when I hire people, my first question is, are you passionate about people? And are you passionate about this business? Because if you're not, I don't want you. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's so important to me. Yeah. I, I agree with both of you. This place is different for that reason. We love what we do. We love helping people and starts with you, Mark, and it spills down and Wendy, you're a great example of that as well. And it's great to be, you know, led by someone like you. You know, there's a few things I want to uh, touch on. I mean, you got many things that you're good at here in therapy. One of the things that you really talk a lot about is boundaries. That's kind (laughs) of one of your passions, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why, just real quick for our listeners, uh, people tuning in, like boundaries is something that people have a hard time doing because they're afraid they're going to offend someone or Mm -hmm. I can't tell them that or so why, why, why do you? touch on that so much with our clients because obviously I think they don't have the boundaries they should yeah I think a real key to sobriety is this notion of self-love and Mm -hmm. self-care and um, people come into treatment so depleted and so drained and so desperately clinging to whatever relationship they have because connection is is why we're here yeah right I'm quoting Brene Brown on that, but we'll just pretend I said that. Yeah. (laughs) Connection is like why we're here. I fully believe that. And so we struggle with boundaries because 
making other people uncomfortable, we're so afraid that we're going to lose them, mm -hmm. that we blur those boundaries, we blur those areas that keep us feeling safe within ourselves and within our relationships in order to hold on. And then we find ourselves just drained and resentful and struggling in relationships. Right. Boundaries are so key to like having healthy relationships, not just with other people, but with ourselves. And if we can s start there by protecting like our own emotional mm -hmm. energy and our own ability to love, then we're going to be healthier versions of ourselves. And the need for drugs or alcohol or addiction yeah. of any kind goes way down. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree more. And I, I know you do a really good job. Like, um, you know, you do family night uh, in our rotation that we have here. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of times you do, do do one on boundaries and without fail, the clients afterwards are like, oh man, I, I mean, that was so good to, under, to really mm -hmm. fully understand what boundaries actually means loving myself and loving those that I'm setting the boundary with. Mm -hmm. I don't letting think they people, saw it that way. Yeah. Letting people know what it is that I need in yeah. order to feel safe. Yeah. And that's what boundaries are. I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what boundaries <laughs> yeah, are. They think that sure. there are rules in relationships. <laughs> yeah. th they think that there's these lines that we draw in mm -hmm. the sand. And that's really not what boundaries are about. They're just about what do I need and what do I need to communicate to the people that love me so that they know how I feel safe, how I feel respected, how I experience trust yeah. between me and them. And if we can get better at communicating that, then we help people know how to love us and how to support us and yeah. there's less resentment happening. Yeah. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So uh, another question I have for you, Wendy, is if, if there's a family member listening to this right now, listening to you mm -hmm. and they've got someone who's, you know, they want to check their son in or their daughter or their, or, or their loved one, you know, what, what would they expect I guess, I mean, how would they get that person to come in here knowing that this is a tough program, but yet also very effective program? What's some advice you could maybe give them? Oh man, good luck. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't trade places with a parent Yeah, that's of a child struggling with addiction. That is a, a really hard role. Yeah. Um, but as someone who has loved someone with addiction, I would say boundaries saved my life mm. and, and saved my sanity. Yeah. Um, so I would encourage the family to maybe get some of their own support to figure out what those boundaries need to be and how to set those boundaries. Um, because it's those boundaries that are going to encourage that person okay. struggling with addiction to get into treatment. I think a reasonable boundary is not to allow anyone to use or to be an addiction in your home. Yeah. And so if you're in that situation, then you need to look at what needs to happen. That person needs to be in treatment if they're actively right. abusing and putting themselves in harm's way through this substance and living in your home, then you are in essence enabling that to continue to happen. Yeah. Wow. Would you add anything to that, Mark? You know, I, uh, I just think it again we've got, we've gone over this a little bit in the past but just taking that courage to take that step um you know I often talk about that 20 seconds of insane courage to yeah. be able to invite if you want to call it that invite that family member to do something to get out of their comfort zone to come to treatment yeah and a lot of times people just need 
somebody to ask again i think as family That's members true. we walk on eggshells yeah. and we're so afraid to say hey you know hey let's let's do this you know we might yeah. push them away and they yeah. might run but really the addict or the person who's struggling just wants somebody to care enough to say hey we're going to support you through this yeah let's get you here yeah. And it's amazing what that does is just to be assertive enough. Again, mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. principle that we teach so well here is just being assertive enough to go, okay, I'm going to forget the fear part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to approach these, you know, this, this loved one of mine and say, I care enough. Mm-hmm. I care enough. You might be upset right at this moment, but I care enough to do this. And uh, it's amazing how many times it actually will hit them and go, you know what? It is. It's time. Yeah, very well said. Um, you know, Wendy, you have a, a quote about what addiction is, and it's a, something I've used ever since I heard you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind sharing what your definition of addiction is and the, explain it? Yeah, the perpetual avoidance of legitimate suffering. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah, I think we think addiction is just people using substances, and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shame involved, and, and people don't under, really understand what it is at the core that's driving that addiction process. But if you really get to it, there's something very painful going on with that person. Yeah. Some Anyone struggling with addiction is not enjoying their life. They are not thriving. They are not choosing that because it's fun. They may tell you that, I just like how I feel. But there's a reason why they need to feel better. Yeah, right. And um, they're in pain. They're suffering. They they really, truly are. And so if you love someone that is struggling with addiction, um, try to see their pain. Yeah. And it, it increases compassion. It, it increases mm-hmm. understanding. And I think it increases a willingness to nudge them towards help. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we're here all the time. We love having people come do tours and yeah. ask us questions. And yeah. um, we have a great staff that is willing to help families if, if you know, they're curious about this process. Yeah. Give us a call because, you know, we've guided a lot of families through, you know, getting this started. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think, and that definition just hits it spot on. I love that definition. Um one of the things, and I want to make it clear, as, as hard as you are and as tough as you are, you're also very compassionate at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what the clients ultimately start to see with you is that, mm-hmm. so for those listening, if they're like, man, it sounds like a tough program. It's <laughs> like, well, it is, but at the same time, like you mentioned earlier, we, you know, we have our times where we're laughing and all this, but you're also very compassionate and that's a big, something you try to live by. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I think um, I try to really balance how, mm-hmm. I don't even think I'm that tough. Like everyone else thinks I'm tough. <laughs> I don't think I'm that tough. I think I'm just honest. So yeah, I don't sure. even like this phrase, tough yeah. love. I, I just think of it as love. love. I just think of it as honesty yeah. and um, being with someone that's having a hard time and, you know, not taking it on, but allowing them to sit with their pain. And, and you know, I think that's compassion. Yeah. So I, I was taught way back when I was in school that relationship is the key to the therapeutic process. Mm. You have to build a relationship. Yeah. And so I think that's part of why I'm able to push people and they're able to go deeper is because yeah. I developed that rapport with them that's so key to moving through this process. 
yeah. I really invest in the clients and let them know that, you know, I'm, I'm a safe person. Yeah, no, and I love that. And that's, again, what makes us different. This program's amazing. It really is. At the end of the day, you know, we're definitely not perfect by any stretch, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you, we, we do a, a damn good job and we will never apologize for what we do up here. We do a great job. And, and again, it's just it's so great knowing that I, when I know a client's with you, I'm like, man, they're getting the best stuff oh, right now, you, you know, honestly, like, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, uh, everyone's always like, I can't believe the owner's here every day. You know, I get a, <laughs> I know the owner by, by you know, I can't personally, be- I can't believe that there's not more owners that do it. I've said that also on this episode <laughs> because it's, yeah. it's honestly the most gratifying part of my life. Yeah. Um, again, like Wendy says, other than my family, you know, it's the most gratifying thing. And I, I actually look at it as my family. And I look at you guys as, as part of my family. And I mm-hmm. think taking that approach and really seeing these people as becoming part of your family creates that level of trust mm-hmm. with them. That's where they feel it. And again, once they trust, we know they can get vulnerable. And I think that's where you two are both so well in your jobs is you know, this, this creation of trust um, and being honest means that you're trustworthy and again sometimes it's not easy to hear the truth but I'll tell you immediately it builds that relationship of trust in minutes and I see that and you know I'm just so proud to be a part of it and uh, to see it especially this time of year Um, you know during the holiday season it's so hard for these people to be gone from their families and to do this and I see the courage that they have and to be able to step out of their comfort zone and do this, you know, I admire my clients so much and it gives me so much pride to see them on a daily basis. It, it really is so fulfilling. Um, you know, I love, I love again, the way I view it as an owner is I, I look at you, Wendy, and uh, you know, the stuff that you have to deal with, you do deal with their pasts and, and mm-hmm. working some of those things yeah. out that they've dealt with in their past. And then I look at you, Todd, and you get to change the narrative and, and look towards the future with them. And I push that so hard with people who are looking for treatment and it really makes so much sense. And I think that we just do it so amazing up here. I really do. I think it's amazing. Well, thanks. And, uh, I've got one more question for you, Wendy, and then we'll, we'll have Mark wrap it up with how to, how to reach out to us. But this is more like, maybe take off your therapeutic hat for a minute and just this is more of a personal if if you if there's someone listening to your voice right now who's struggling who's just in a dark place they're not sure what to do what would you tell them right now oh reach out to anyone because you can't really trust your own mind sometimes mm-hmm. like yeah. the thoughts that you're having if you're in a dark place it that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only reality and that, that it has mm. to stay that way. Yeah. And so we all need help sometimes. Yeah. I need help sometimes. Like we all need, when we find ourselves getting into that place, that's when it's time to like lean on somebody else. And like, that's something that we're really good at here is yeah. guiding somebody out of that dark place. I've been in that dark place in my life. Mm-hmm. I. I have compassion. I have understanding of, you know, yeah. what that's like and how to get out of there. And I think the very first step is to reach out to someone that, you know, can be a, a light in that dark place. Yeah, I love it. Great advice. Reach out for sure. Well, Wendy, I want to thank you for taking some time to be on on the show. 
You know, um, you're you're a huge part of Wasatch Recovery and why it's successful. You're a great example to Mark and I and to everyone here. We're just grateful to have you, and I just hope you know how much we do appreciate you. And I may not say that enough to you as a friend, you but I do. You say it a lot, Todd. I hope so. And I, you're a very grateful person, and I yeah. adore you and love working with you. Thank and you. appreciate our friendship yeah. both here and outside of here. Thank so you. That you means mean a lot. a lot to me, Todd. Thanks, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, um, if people want to reach out and – they need help. Uh, what's the best way to do that? Well, there's numerous ways. Obviously, we have our website, which is uh, wasatrecovery.com or livingaddictionfree.com. And uh, you can text, you can call um, going through the website. Uh, you can also call me direct. And my number is 801-898-7778. You're welcome to call me anytime. And, uh, if, it, if I can help, obviously I'm here to help. Uh, yeah. if, if you're appropriate for us or somewhere else, I'm going to help guide you. And that's my commitment to yeah. those people who call. So feel free to call me anytime. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Mark. And, and like Wendy said earlier, if you want to come take a tour, come meet Mark, come meet Wendy, come meet myself or whatever. We'll, we'll talk you through what we do here. And I think once you see us and you'll go, yeah, this place is great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for uh, Mark for your time as well. And Wendy, again, thank you so much. And guys, I told you this is going to be a good one, man. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have a loved one who's struggling and you don't know how to even maybe break the ice, send them this episode. It's a good way to break the ice. <laughs> send them the link to this and then you can follow up with a conversation. And that does show that you really do care about them. And anyway, we love you guys for tuning in. And again, guys, thanks for, t- for your time today. Thanks, Todd. Yep.